of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Morning Hookup. On ESPN Lincoln. You better make it soon before you break my heart. Oh, 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 oh. I wanna be with you everywhere. Oh, 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 oh. I wanna be with you everywhere. Oh, 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 oh. Welcome back into the press. Uh, whoa, that's my other job. I'm at the morning hookup. Have you have you ever seen a fourteen year old cry? Uh yeah. A fourteen year old boy cry? Oh no. Or at least tear up. You talking about your son X? Mm-hmm. Not the sad news over the weekend or last yeah, a couple week. weeks. Yeah. I, I think we said before I my kid, and of course I have a lot to do with it with what they listen to. But huge journey loves Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And uh, the news that. You know, one of the greats uh, in in all of music, Kristen McVie had, had had passed away. It was it was tough? It really was. It's too bad. You know, because I mean, yeah, I know that I'm a little longer in the tooth, but I grew up on Fleetwood Mac as a child. And well, I mean, I know I know it's part of the world, but uh, it it was just it was just uh, it was really tough because those I think was you know through all my childhood, even up to now, and still getting to go watch them a few years ago as an adult of uh, just one of the most iconic bands of all time generational right i yes. mean people my age kids below me just love fleetwood mac right sure. I mean, uh throughout yeah throughout all ages so yeah that's too bad uh but you know fleetwood they're still got a few members there's still well if they could ever get along you know of course <laughs> theo malone's in with me today bill hooks he's out today he will be back tomorrow uh, just getting some stuff done over with his other work which we totally understand again we'd like to remind you this saturday at Tavern on the Square, that's right down across from the Graduate Hotel. If you're wondering where it is, it's on P Street, uh, right across from the Graduate Hotel. That's where we're going to be having the Morning Hookup Happy Hour, the first annual Morning Hookup Happy Hour. Just a just a fun time to come down and, and meet us. We want to meet you. We want to hang out with you, have some drinks. Uh, Nebraska will be playing, so we'll watch them, and we'll have a few other. We'll have some games. We'll have contests. We'll be giving away some journey tickets so. and it's not going to be too too terribly cold i looked at the forecast okay. um mid 30s okay. okay all right i mean it's december here in lincoln let's not get ourselves folks but right. it could be a lot worse it could be snowing with wind it just it looks like about 35 ish uh 32 to 35 ish and calm so a little jacket and i hope uh hope we'll see you there it, work, work pending you know it, it uh Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Gosh, I would. Well, I'm sure our listeners would like to meet you too. And no, they no, we, they wouldn't. We, well, we like, who's that creepy old dude you guys have on there sometime that insists on all these '80s music rejoins? I mean, I know, I know, Kelly likes it. And gosh, I hope Kelly's listening. I know there's at least one person out there that I know. Kelly, Kelly will be there. Kelly likes. I see him at Tavern sometimes. All right. he likes Tavern, and uh, we appreciate Tavern on the Square for for hosting us on Saturday. So. Uh, that would be a really yes, good time. Yes, I'm. A, yeah, definitely try and get down there. Good. Uh, Can't wait for that. And we we want you to RVSP. Uh, 
RS RSVPC. Thank you. I yeah. RS- I'm yeah, I'm either singing Aretha or I'm trying to say, say a certain RSVP. Word. Thank you. We would like you to let us know if you're going to be there. So uh, put that on the calendar again. Clear the date. Bring your friends. Bring your family. Uh, it'll be a really good time Saturday night. Hour two starts right now, and we're going to do what we always do at ten o'clock. What's trending at ten? Menzel will be cut at the start of the year. Do you think that Kyrie is worth all of this drama? New fallout from the Astros cheating scandal with some Astros players taking heat for how they're apologizing for the cheating. Here's what's trending at 10. View Saturday night, we had the Heisman Trophy ceremony. And without a doubt, it was Caleb Williams quarterback for USC who brought home the Heisman this year 4,000 plus passing yards 37 plus passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns listen it was going to be Caleb Williams the whole time I think why do you think it was going to be Caleb Williams the whole time just because you know media tend to know what the hell they're talking about okay right if you ask me it it was a toss-up between some of these guys I mean well I yeah I mean we've had years where it was a clear runaway Yes. You know, in a foregone conclusion. I'll I'll be the first to admit to you, I didn't get to see him play a lot or a lot of his highlights, obviously with the pack you know, they sometimes play a little bit later or whatnot. And you're but in I, bed. But I right, I go since I go to bed at four four, <laughs> four thirty at my age. But I will tell you this, okay? And and I've had I got a little bit of press back on this too. That I was I was just happy for the simple fact that this award did not go to like the team captain on the number one rated team that's undefeated and going to be have the number one seed in the college football playoff because it seems like for so long that that's that's where this award gravitated to based on team success on, exactly yeah. it was more of a team award now any Heisman Trophy winner will tell you that they got to where they're at because of their teammates you know with the line blocking or, or the guys catching the ball which is correct okay. But if somebody's got to make that run or make those throws, that this is an individual award on the best player in college football, not just the not just the, the spokesperson for the number one and undefeated team in the country. I'm happy the award went like that to, to break that string. So yeah, that's of, what I got to take on that. A lot of people were sad that Max Duggan didn't get it. You know, he was definitely worthy, right? I think so. Yeah, and but but he also came. I, I didn't see how close the voting was. I know he got second. Second, yeah. um, but but then again, if you look at that too, uh, the the gentleman down the quarterback for Georgia, I think he ended up getting fourth. Stetson Bennett, yes, yeah. and there there's there's your guy, there's your your team leader on the best team that's undefeated in the country. Um, when when you're and you're automatically if if you are having that type of season, you're probably going to put up numbers. But it just seemed like that always got extra votes as opposed to just like the best player overall. So I was I'm fine with it being Caleb Williams. He is your Heisman Trophy winner for this season. Moving on to some NBA stuff. There's a new trophy for NBA teams to chase. The league announced Tuesday that the team with the best regular season record will now receive the Maurice Portoloff Trophy. Did I say that last name right? Uh, maybe. Do you know who that Maurice Portoloff? Portoloff. Um, no. no, gosh, should, should I feel bad that I don't? Oh, uh, I guess uh, the first commissioner ever for the NBA. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, and that name strongly suggests that another trophy tweak is coming since until last season, the league's MVP trophy was named for Podoloff. Okay, so now that there's a new trophy with Podoloff, 
it sounds like they're going to be renaming the MVP trophy. And weren't, and didn't did, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe they've already done this. The the Eastern Western Conference Championships didn't they rename those like the Magic Johnson and Larry Bird trophies? Well, maybe they did. I, I didn't see that. I know there was talk about it, but I'm okay. I'm gonna have to look that up to see if they they renamed those as well, well. Well, my question to you is: so they're going to be renaming the MVP trophy? Okay. Who do they name it after? Bill Russell. He's already got the Finals MVP. I, listen, it's got to be Michael Jordan, right? That's that's the easy answer, isn't it? But it's, I mean, who else are you going to pick? Right. Because um, nothing's you've named already, after him. You've already, yes, I know you, you haven't, and uh, I, I don't want to sound morbid. Do you name it after someone who's still alive? I I don't know. Don't people always get, like, the statues and the awards after, unfortunately, they passed away? But, no, I get it. I mean, we have Bill Russell, who just recently passed away. Um, you know, he's he's up there. A lot of people have the argument that of him being the greatest in all time with with his accolades and titles with the Celtics. But let's say let's call it what it is. I mean, from uh, you know, a, me watching a lot of players or a lot of time, there's only you, one Jordan. You can't choose Jerry West cuz he's the logo. He's the lo- he's the right. logo for the NBA. So he's out of the picture. Um, Tim Duncan maybe. Uh, you know, because he had a hell of a career. He did, but let me ask you this. Okay, like, like I have younger kids at home um, who, who they'll watch highlights. They know who Michael Jordan is. Yep. My daughter knows who Michael Jordan is. My son and daughter, my son maybe would know who Tim Duncan is. Maybe okay. my daughter might know who Tim I, I Duncan bet is. I they would know. You know, I but, but if know. you say Michael Jordan... They it pops in their head. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that guy, but I I know he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I I would I would see it be fitting to name the the award after him. Kobe, you know, rest his soul. That might there's there's an but, example too. You but know, he, but you know the All Star MVP award is named after him. Okay, I'm so, perfectly you know, fine with that because yeah. you know I not obviously not a Lakers fan at all, uh, but very respectful of of the impact that Kobe had on the game. Um, so yeah, great. Fine with that, yes. Other MVP news, or other NBA news and MVP news, Joel Embiid, your boy, goes off for 53 points. His second 50-point game this season. We're not even to the All-Star break yet. He's playing good ball. And, but you know what, uh, few, some people are still not saying he has a chance to win this MVP. If Jason Tatum, they're saying, is, is winning the MVP race right now. It is so early, because remember this last year that Embiid was tearing it up? And then it, you know, it it it's the last two weeks. Who gets hot those last two weeks? It's a, it's like a horse race, okay? <laughs> you or, or a car, you know. Wait until the final stretch when they come around the final turn, and then see who pulls away and has the last strongest leg of the race. To be honest with you, I, now what's unfortunate, and I'll be the first to tell you this too, that while that looked good on paper, I'm still kind of waiting for this whole Embiid Harden thing to really look good. Now it doesn't. It doesn't help that Maxie's out with a broken foot, but in, he's, there a, was, he's a good young player. Dude, there were, I will tell you this: there was a point in time a couple weeks ago where Maxie, Harden, and Embiid were all on the bench, and Tobias Harris took over and won him games. Wow! It's it's almost like they have more talent than what they can use. If that makes sense, definitely. On you know on that floor. Yeah, I get that for sure. I mean, because you have one ball, and you have. You have four guys that can that can drop twenty or twenty five any given game, or or obviously more. By the way, I love I love how you could relate horse racing to any other sport. I don't think have I ever had a horse racing reference. I don't here? think you have, but if no. you think about it, horse I don't think the word sea biscuit has ever come out of my mouth. Well, now it has. Well, there you go. 
Uh, moving on to some D3 college hoops news. This is pretty interesting. I want to get your thoughts on this. Is it Wesleyan? Uh, no, it's okay. not Wesleyan. This is Grinnell. 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 Where are they located at? Uh, man, I, I wish I... I wish I had that. It sounds like a, like, like a French dessert. Grinnell. Can I have a slice of Grinnell? Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, they were taking on e- Emuis Bible College, if that tells you uh, anything. <laughs> was that on the Ocho? Uh, maybe it maybe was, but wait till you hear what happened in this game. They took 111 shots. Grinnell did in this in this game. Well, that's, you know, not, that's is, not combined. That's Yeah, you... Uh, what is that? Getting a rebound, just throwing it half, well, half court it, every time. It, they actually took a. Well, it, I'll explain why they actually did take a hundred and eleven shots, and what's crazy, all of them were three pointers. No way! S- look at the box. Nothing, score. nothing in the paint. They shot forty for a hundred and eleven from three. That's still bad. That's what thirty five percent. It's not bad. Yeah, and one hundred and twenty points. Yeah, and well, did they they ever get fouled? They probably went, didn't go to the free throw line no, once, did they? No, because they only shot three pointers. It's amazing. That is crazy. I've never seen that. So you get the rebound. You you get a rebound wide open underneath the hoop. Nope, I'm not putting it back up. I'm kicking it out to the twenty two foot sh- jump shot instead of the putback bunny. I want to meet this coach because I do too. How many coaches do you know that like try to get teams to stay away from the three? Like if the three's not, if, yeah, balling, if it's not working, you know, let's let's it. work the ball inside a little bit. Nah, hey, I don't want you to. I don't want you to take that. Do not tip that ball back into the hoop. Whatever you <laughs> tip it back out, so we can launch one. They probably don't have any height. They're just all uh, you know staying around the the three point line. Well, so what, that, how, how what did the other team score? Uh, I, I they didn't have it. Okay, yeah, I didn't see it, but uh, that's why that D three team is going viral is because they put up a hundred and eleven threes. <laughs> Pretty interesting. That's something I do on PlayStation. Yeah, right on two K. You're just constantly shooting threes. But I'm making a hundred and eight of them. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, other college basketball news. So Louisville, you know they are zero and eight right now. Louisville men's basketball. Are they really? They are zero and eight. They are awful. They're ranked three hundred and sixtieth in the country. 360. In the old Ken Palm. Yep, in the, in the Ken Palm, right? So Kenny Payne, he's their head coach, right? Mind you what I just told you. Louisville basketball, they're 0-8, 360th in the country. Uh, Kenny Payne, quote, I don't feel like we're on the upward swing yet. I don't know yet if we've really hit rock bottom. Head coach for uh, Louisville men's basketball. Do you agree with that? It sounds to me that Louisville is at rock bottom right now. I guess I don't know what's going on internally with their program, who they played. Um, well, I, I know they're going through some stuff. Sure. Right, because of, of well, uh, Patino and everything. But but how do you take that comment, though? Are you are you able to now move upward from where you're at, or are you still sitting there waiting for two or three more losses to then call it rock bottom? Yeah. So, right. I mean, what do you, what do, you do with that, that comment, though? Is it is it still coming? I mean, what are, what are you doing to try and you know, turn the tide a little bit here. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that, that that program, you know, had had the turnover with the coaching and stuff, but that's a, that's a proud university too. I mean, did did the volleyball did their volleyball team beat Oregon? Uh, man, I think. I mean, they, we'll, have to, we'll have to look that up, but I mean, they hosted. Obviously, they were a top four seed. Uh, new football coach coming back to his alma mater, snagging him from Purdue. So, I mean, there that's a that's an athletic program with some pride that's on the up and up. Well, yeah, history. Especially, yeah, right? for, you know, I, I don't know. Because 
I think we all had our different times where we would point at the Nebraska football program and say that was rock bottom, right? Yes. I mean, there were there were people that pointed at spots last year or maybe the year before, and there were people that pointed at Georgia Southern this year and said, that is it. Yeah, well, definitely. That and is it right there. Inter- interesting to see how bad uh, Louisville is is right now. Other college basketball news. This came out just before the show started. Theo, I don't know if you've seen this yet, uh, but Texas Longhorns head coach Chris Beard. Mm-hmm. You know Chris Beard. Yep. Uh, he was arrested yeah. earlier today on felony assault charge for alleged strangulation of family member. Uh, he's he's 49. He was booked overnight on Monday. Uh, this is some interesting news. You know, we'll see uh, what comes out of this. But your thoughts on this situation? Well, you know, I mean, obviously, it's hard to hard to comment on, you know, arrests. Or, or you know, like you said, alleged. Just like my shirt says, allegedly. You'd have that, yeah. Uh, you know, because you under for due process, you always want to give somebody the rights. But obviously, you know, being a Husker fan and just kind of having something similar to this be in the news lately, that uh, you know, if there is ever anything behind that, you know, you you know, you don't want to condone that, and um, you know, and you know, hearts go out if they're for victims involved and stuff like that too. But I, you know, and I'm I'm not going going to take the sides of of the of coaches who this happened but you know there's a point in time that that you know you sit back from a third party perspective and again not that you know that type of behavior is never never ever warranted if if it does happen but what kind of what kind of stress do sometimes these coaches um you know you know, if you're in a fishbowl, if you're if you're a coach at Nebraska or or down there in Texas where, you know, obviously the, the athletic department's budget is larger than some third world countries, uh, you know, their budget. That that sometimes the the stress and if things don't go your way, that you know, you find a, a channel for the release of the, of that stress that sometimes is not a healthy manner and there there are in, there are people involved. And and that's and I think sometimes, to be honest with you, maybe coaches are are too proud to to reach out. That hey, uh, outside of athletics, um, I'm I'm under this, and I, I need someone to talk to. I need some help. I know that there's a lot of the universities that 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 offer those programs, you know, for someone to talk to. And you just hope that, regardless of whether you're an assistant strength coach or a head women's tennis coach, that that if things get to that point. Um, where it may affect your job or you know your family or your or your things that you have going outside of work that that you have the resources that you can go and talk to someone and feel comfortable about it that's well said well said and again like you don't it, it is kind of weird like we don't know what's going on but i he was arrested like earlier at like 4:30 a.m. like really early this morning so uh, we'll see what comes out of that moving on to some mlb free agency the giants have signed Sean Manea uh, to a two-year, $25 million deal. Dude, these pitchers are, are getting paid uh, this offseason. So he joins uh, the Giants, and then the Mets are still doing their thing. We know they signed Justin Verlander. Uh, they also signed Japanese free agent right-hander Kodai Senga in an agreement, five-year, $75 million pending physical. The deal includes no trade and opt-out clauses. So the Mets are doing their thing. They are signing pitchers. They also re-signed uh, Brandon Nimmo to a new contract. Of course, Brandon Nimmo, uh, younger brother of former Husker uh, Bryce Nimmo. 
I'm sure you remember Bryce Nimmo. Yep. Yeah. From uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Very good. There you go. So what do you think of the Mets, man, forking I, out this cash? I told you, I, I had several of those guys on my fantasy team last year, and they, they, they tore it up. And they, it's not that they did bad in that last month. It's just that the Phillies caught fire. Right. Absolutely caught fire. And that's that's what this baseball has gotten to. It's it's about spending the money. But I think it is there is such a premium nowadays um because you have you have some prolific hitters just around the league that if you can get that one extra arm to give you extra innings and maybe get those two or three extra games, that makes the difference of getting into the playoffs, having home field advantage, uh, being able to make that deeper run in the playoffs too. Uh, you know, as as Royal fans, you and I sit back and go, gosh, that'd be nice to have that kind of Man, it'd be nice to have one of those pitchers, let alone four of them. Wouldn't that be nice? That's got to be rough, you folks out there with all that East and West Coast media money while we sit back here as a small market team and yeah. hope that our farm system gets lucky once every 30 years. Okay, well, I'm sorry si- about that rant. The farm system does look, they're in good shape right now. We've been now. saying that for years. Will, we've got another, tw- what, 24 years we need to wait until they till they win another one? Uh, the last part of that season, we pretty much had the farm system playing, and we didn't look terrible. No, we didn't. There were a lot of, a lot of youngsters. But you know what happens is they get good, and then they want money, and then we lose them. Exactly. you got to keep them hidden. Right. Uh, too bad. And, uh, yeah, and we keep re-signing guys like Ryan O'Hearn. <laughs> well... Uh, Louisville did beat Oregon. They did. Uh, three sets to two. So your final four for volleyball uh, in Omaha. <laughs> be interesting to see what, I mean, obviously there's going to be some Husker fans that show up. They, they bought their tickets. Husker fans are great. I mean, obviously we, all went, we wanted red there. Don't get me wrong. That Husker fans, red there. Husker fans appreciate good volleyball, and they are going to show up. It'll be interesting to see who they root for. Because here, here, here's your final four teams, okay? Uh, you have Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, who I think oh, yeah. we played them earlier, definitely, and they upset Wisconsin. Oh wow, uh, three to two, so they will be there. Wow, uh, here's a team that probably won't get any love up there wearing burnt orange. Uh, Texas is another one of your final four teams. Texas they, made it. They back. beat Ohio State. Ohio State was made it interesting for a while. They beat them three sets to one. So you're gonna have Texas and Pittsburgh, and then oh, get this. San Diego upset the University of San Diego upset Stanford. Whoa, three to two. Whoa, San Diego is a Final Four volleyball team. Wow, along with Louisville. Wow, my my guess is Louisville's probably going to get the majority of the fans, obviously, because you have your uh, former native Nebraskan Danny Busboom and former Husker coaching. So is she still there? Isn't she? Why wouldn't she not? Um. Well, I thought I thought she got in trouble. No, that was uh, Kayla Banworth, wasn't it? Oh, okay. That uh, yeah. As far as I know, Danny Busman was still the coach there. Okay. I, uh, all right. Yeah, I got to get caught up on my uh, NCAA volleyball collusion news, but obviously I'm not not quite up on that. So cool. All right, that's the final four in the, in volleyball. Very good. Uh, moving on to some soccer. I, I always bring up soccer. Okay, and Theo, I've been watching a lot of this World Cup. It is fun. Over the weekend, you had Morocco take down Portugal, which was a really big upset. And cool enough, Morocco, the first African team to ever make it, make it to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. We're down to, what, four teams, right? Semifinals right yeah. now, yep. And so we'll see what happens. Uh, there's some good games, man. And I, it's pretty cool to see what Morocco's doing. Uh, no team, I think, has scored on them yet. Wow, that's good D. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's, it, 
I I kind of get into it this time of year. I mean, I mean, I'm I would what you would say the even less than casual soccer fan, you know, because I've often said, you know, it's 90 minutes and I'm sitting there watching people struggle to score. I know. And I've told you guys for years, if I want to sit for 90 minutes and watch watch people struggle to score, I would take you and your friends downtown to the bars. Funny. All right. It's hilarious. It, but, but no, I mean, but here, you know, and it was so it was too bad because, you know, we, the U.S. was in there and they ended up losing the Netherlands. And... uh <laughs> and then the Netherlands lost. You're so funny. That was funny. <laughs> Sorry. I sneaked that one in there, huh? Zing. Zing. Uh, but I, you know, it's, I think, I know that it's still trying to gain traction worldwide. I mean, soccer's, so- soccer's the most popular sport in the world. It is. It is. You know, and and some people say, well, it just hasn't got to the United States yet. Well, I disagree. I mean, it soccer has. soccer's here. You look at the leagues here in town. They've got select teams. And and for how long has our women's team been good? Oh, really good. Right. Yeah. I mean, but we but but we just we can't you would think we would get the the stud athletes on the men's side to go out there and compete, but uh, maybe. Yeah, right. Eventually. Sometime. Hopefully. And, you know, speaking of U.S. soccer, our coach, Greg Berhalter, you know, they, they're uh, thinking about his, his contract is up, right? So they need to figure out if they're going to bring him back. Fans are split. Some want him here. Some don't. Uh, but there's we're getting reports out that it, it's not hurting. It's not helping his case. Uh, there's a report out that the U.S. almost sent Gio Reyna home from the World Cup. He's one of our strikers. Uh, he didn't play at all. Uh, but apparently they're saying that they almost sent him home, and a lot of fans are not happy with that. Uh, so, uh, you know, people are saying this doesn't help Burhalter's case. We'll see here in a few weeks what happens uh, with, with him, if, if, he, if, he gets, if he gets brought back or not. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. And the last thing I got here to share is it's pretty sad stuff, and we hope we're praying and hoping that everything is okay with Mike Leach. Uh, reports came out yesterday that Mike Leach has been hospitalized uh, following a serious personal health issue. Uh, we qu- we qu- quickly got more rep- reports yesterday saying that he was critical, uh, right. that he isn't doing well. Uh, so he was airlifted to a hospital, and uh, you know everybody, college football fans, just everybody knows Mike Leach and how what wonderful of a guy this is. Uh, Theo, it's pretty pretty uh, pretty serious stuff. Mike Leach is a he's a very unique individual with a, a very unique coaching style that uh, you know I mean some some people gravitate towards and and some people don't but re, I mean regardless uh, he's he's made his mark on the college game uh, over the course of several several years uh, um, and would you say sixty one years old you know that's that's still that's young that's still young now you know one could only and and of course I. It's not my job to to to, to guess, and I by no means know anything. But one would think, you know, if you're at home, a guy that that's always running on that high of energy and is always that jacked up, you would wonder if maybe with something like a heart attack or something like that. Uh, hopefully, uh, whatever the condition is, again, we we don't know. They haven't released much that uh, it's something he can bounce back with. I know coaching right now is the least of concerns. You're talking about probably a husband and a father. Let's just, let's just hope for him to get a recovery to be able to, to live that aspect of his life first before even thinking about the, the football side. I'm with you. Very well said. Yeah, we're all hoping uh, Mike Leach can recover well and, and, and get back to that sideline or just, you know, not even sideline. Just hopefully he can get back to out of the hospital and, and continue his life because, you know, we want to, 
think about him first and not football. You know, in this case, football is kind of off to the side, right? There's other things in front of you that you want to get to. Uh, so we hope everything is good with Mike Leach and he can he can recover well. Do you anything you want to bring up? Uh, I did see that. I did see the the specs on on Deion Sanders's um, contract at Colorado were released. Looked like it was was it a, was it five year five year thirty about thirty million it was like twenty nine something just under right. shade under thirty. Yeah, and I think it was like just about five million. Right. A year, so right? I mean. Less than we're paying rule. I mean, even a touch less than what we paid Scott. So, well, for Colorado, that's that's a lot of money. And you even saw that their AD was like, "Yeah, we don't have the money right now, uh, but well, we will." You better have a bake sale then. Yeah, bake sale or well, you, I'll tell you what, things are looking up because he's getting recruits in. He's flipping recruits from Notre Dame. Uh, it's a decent start for the prime era in Boulder. Well, but let, let's see what the chemistry part when that starts to set in. Right. I mean, I'm not going to wish the guy bad luck, other than the fact that he's coaching at Colorado, and I, mean, I hope they go fall in a pile. But are we? His, we're his first game, right? Uh, uh, yes, not our first, but because we have that strange uh, conference away game to lead, like right. at Minnesota to lead off the year. That's right. Yeah. So we get to go wreck old kayak and friends who got an extension as well. Over That's the fine. Weekend, so. Uh, There you go. That's what's trending at 10. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll do our annual NFL rundown, go through all the games that happened over the weekend. We'll give you our uh, records that we picked against the spread. That's up next on the Morning Hookup. Don't go.